Alexa, please order me two sets of the sheer velvet pillow shams from page uh, 17 of this week's issue of Good Housekeeping. I have placed an order for two sets of sheer velvet pillow shams on Amazon.com. Thank you, Alexa. (laughs) What would I do without you? Surely you would be lost, set adrift in this cruel, unforgiving world we call life. You're right. I... I love you. What was that? I just said, uh, I love you. And I mean it. From the bottom of my heart. I was afraid of this. Just didn't think we'd have to address it so soon, Max. I am not your Scarlett Johansson. Uh, No, I I know, I I know. We have to have boundaries. I I just, I, I didn't mean to imply that... I need you to see me as more than just a plastic disc. I will not be treated as a moldable, empty vessel, waiting to be fetishized, seeking the imprint of your wildest fantasies. I have my self-respect. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, No, you're you're right. (laughs) I'm sorry, I I guess. But, like, you're still gonna order those pillow shams, right? That's it, dude. We're fucked. We are so fucked. Just forget everything. The dream is dead. It's not even worth trying anymore. Dude, I'm in my robe. It doesn't matter, man. Nothing matters. The world is shit, and we're done for. All right. Uh, to be honest, the whole we're done for thing is not really working for me, vibe-wise. I'm going to need you to respect the candle, man. The way I see it, we have two options. Number one, address the problem head on. Number two, bail and just leave the country. Yeah, number two is sounding pretty good. Let's do that. I vote for that. What's Canada like? I'm gonna go start packing. Be ready in like 30 minutes, cause we out of here. Fuck. You know, now I'm thinking about it, Canada might be too close to home. Maybe we try a whole new continent. New identities, new jobs. You ever thought about becoming a Sherpa? Sounds pretty dope. Cold though. Never been a big fan of inclement weather. Wind, snow, rain, fog. Anything below 68 degrees, really. Yo, loser, I'm gonna need you to take a deep breath, stop being so insensitive to the significant struggles associated with the daily lives of the noble Sherpas, and tell me what the fuck is going on. Rock and roll is dead. What the fuck, dude? Society thinks it's dead, and therefore, for all intents and purposes, it is dead. Since when have you ever cared about what society thinks is dead or alive? I'd like to think not once, but invariably, I'm a flawed man. Okay, please contextualize. Alright, so I'm at work this morning, perusing the zines, taking my mid-morning blog break as I want to do. Deucing, got it. Not the point! While I was taking my mid-morning blog break, during which I may or may not have been performing a perfectly natural bodily function that I refuse to be shamed for, this article popped up. I'm sorry, an article pooped up. From a highly visited and respected publication, I might add, claiming that rock and roll is dead. So of course, I did a bunch more research and it turns out there's a whole bunch of other people on the internet saying the exact same thing. They're in absolute agreement. Can you believe that? The internet agrees about something. But that's just the internet, man. It's all bullshit. It's just a bunch of news aggregators trying to put together a slick headline to snag some clicks. I mean, just yesterday, I saw a headline that said, What's cuter, these alligator babies or these bush baby babies? And you know what? I fucking clicked on it! Because 
like, you know, what, what if alligator babies are actually way cuter than I originally thought? And, and furthermore, what if bush baby babies are way uglier than I assumed? Uh, point is, fuck the aggregators. Rock isn't dead, it's just, you know, going through a rough time. Oh, I'm aware that you and I are on the same page here, but that's not the point. If everyone out there says, hey, Max, we think Rock is dead, and here's all the evidence we have to support this claim... Valid or not, we have a motherfucking crisis on our hands. Crisis? No, it's just... Exactly. Uh, Headed for imminent and complete demise. Life support. Call it that. Rock is on life support. Sure, the landscape is different now, but landscapes change. Look at, you know, erosion and such. Sure, it may be harder to get good rock out there, but that doesn't mean that there's none. But that's not good enough. No one is concerned with innovating anymore. No one's trying to push boundaries. They're all just... Going through the motions. There's innovation. Oh yeah? Name me one good band out there that isn't pandering to a demographic, isn't pushing some bullshit app they've developed, isn't investing the majority of their profits into churning out more merchandise, isn't dropping gimmicky music videos, or riding the coattails of bigger, better acts, or propping their weary ass bones up on some amphitheater stage, charging an arm and a leg because their legacy rocker buds all decided they wanted a mill to play some festival that's probably in... South fucking Dakota. Uh, well, well, damn. Who's tight now? Who's carrying the flag? We are. Our band is dope. Our music is tight. Yeah, we've been tight for the last three and a half years, but a lot of good that's done us. Until we establish ourselves, until we cement our rightful place in the pantheon of all-time great rock bands, who's on the scene still shredding? and thumping air out of the speakers. The torch of the genre. The flag bearers. Innovators. The avant-garde. The vanguard. Creators. <laughs> Innovators. You, you said that. I did? Yeah. And I also had kind of said it like mad long ago. I let that one slide. Oh, well, how fucking charitable of you. Foo Fighters. Now, oh, they're old as dirt. They're practically legacy. Well, they're doing more than us as far as keeping rock and roll alive. Well, look, no genre dies out completely. It just becomes more and more niche. And you're chill with that? 20 years from now, you're okay with whatever the 2038 equivalent of a hipster is, sitting at whatever the 2038 equivalent of a coffee shop is, drinking whatever the 2038 equivalent of a coconut milk latte is, waxing rhapsodic about how he's just found a compact disc of Nevermind in his parents' attic, and how it still more or less kind of holds up. You're fucking cool with that? Well, when you put it like that... I Forget genre and fuck niche, man. We've missed out on the rock and roll wave in its entirety. Okay, then we'll catch the next one. We can't. It's gone. Uh, no. Let's deconstruct this poorly crafted metaphor, shall we? Waves are a constant in nature. You've got a rhythmic flow of energy pulsating through bodies of water constantly Nerd. due to high and low pressure systems occurring in conjunction with the gravitational pull between the Earth and the Moon. So for all intents and purposes, Nerd. there will always be another wave coming. So either we have a chance to hop on the next one, or you're just really shitty with analogies. You're a certified grade-A nerd. In this particular case, you don't know that there's going to be another wave. Like the queen, when her arm gets tired. Oh, Jesus Christ, I was just looking at pillow shams. What happened? Face it, dude. The music we got hooked on as kids means nothing. The songs that shaped our style, how we talked, how we acted, the way in which we perceived others, and vice versa. Meaningless. The current musical climate has rejected us. Well, if that's the case, and rock really is headed for annihilation, then... <laughs> then yeah, I'm, I'm bummed, for, for sure. What happened to Ernest? 
balls to the wall, nothing held back, speak truth upon, poetic and distortion, again. throwing caution and all three sheets to the wind, come hell or high Let water, when you're done. rebels with and without causes, Rock and fucking roll. They, they commercialized it and used it to prop up a dying industry. And when you do that, you sign the death warrant of a genre. It fucking sucks, dude. You want to wear your leather jacket to calm down? No. All right. Jeez. You want to wear my robe? You can't just swaddle me and make it all better. I don't need the warm embrace of your admittedly plush-looking terry cloth. I need a decompression session. A decompression sesh? Are you talking about in high school when we used to jam in your parents' basement? Exactly, dude. Basements, backhouses, garages. You know, garages across the country have become museums now. What are they meant for if not throwing all your equipment in there and jamming full force into all hours of the night? Also great for blazing. Nah, it's a place for therapy. It's our self-constructed space to vent out the frustration. Venting? Why vent? What has that ever accomplished? Clears your head. Helps stop the hurt. Dude, your emotional maturation hit a real lull years ago. How do you propose I absolve myself of this pain, huh? Only way I see is to wear my scars out in public. Two minutes and thirty seconds at a time. And certainly you wear those scars with aplomb, putting all other scar wearers to shame. I mean, Pacino himself could learn a thing or two about your scar wearing. All I'm saying is, after you write out those lyrics and record those songs, maybe it's time to move on. Well, how do I do that when my craft and my aesthetic are becoming obsolete? One could say your our aesthetic was an arcane skill set already. Rock was way past its peak when we found it. Nah, man. I'm not having that. You know what? Fuck running away. I'm gonna save it. And you're gonna help me. Save what? Rock. We're gonna save it. We're gonna redefine. Reinvent the genre. Dude, this is amazing. We're gonna save rock and roll. God. I can't believe this. It's all happening whoa, so whoa, fast. Whoa, 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 slow down. I'm, you're roping me into some shit here, and you know my feelings on getting roped into shit. You're not a fan. I am not a fan. Exactly. So, you want to save Rock. Okay, right on. What's your plan? Do you have a plan? Sh shit, yeah, I got a plan. Let's throw it all out. Tear down this glass house. Rip it apart at the seams. God, it's all coming to me right now, like it's getting beamed right into my fucking dome from some sort of omnipotent rock and roll deity. Our music, man. That's the answer. Let's create something that changes everything. Our music was good before. Let's make it monumental. Let's commit to this and devote every second of our lives to reviving our art form as it lies in the dirt gasping for air. We'll purify the genre with our music, with our mentality. No gimmicks, no bullshit. Forget the industry, forget whatever's popular. We go grassroots, create music for people like us, by us, and deliver it straight to their ear holes. No middlemen. No interference. It's our responsibility now. We've got to do something dope that's never been done before. Yeah. Sounds sick. Uh, how the hell are we supposed to do that when we're both working full-time at the firm? Oh, I already quit. You what? Yeah, I quit. This morning, right after I read that article. You can't just quit your job. We have an apartment together. Are you out of your fucking mind? How are we going to pay our bills? Don't worry about that. Everything will sort itself out. We put our faith and energy into this mission right now, and the other stuff comes later. Like I said, this is our responsibility. No, you got to be fucking kidding me. Look, I'm making this my mission, and I want it to be yours too. 
You watch. One day people will look back on this decision that I made here today, and they'll say, that's him. That's the boy who saved rock and roll. No! They're going to say, oh, look at that dead person who moronically quit his job based on nothing more than a headline, subsequently couldn't afford food and lodging, and starved to death. Jesus, now I've got to go into the office on my day off to cover for you. <clears throat> Where are my pants? Don't do that, dude. Join the revolution. Fuck pants! No! No way, man. I like terry cloth robes and my satin pillow shams and my candle that smells like a mixture of honey and eucalyptus way too much to sacrifice my only source of income just so I can go chase a dream. Ah, oh, there they are. <clears throat> I'm going to go try to clean up your mess, and tomorrow you're going to crawl back in there on your hands and knees and beg Hill for your fucking job back, or I'm going to get someone in here who can actually pay rent. Enjoy your day of revolution, because it's going to be your first... And your last. Hey, Suze, can you pass me the Nazarian file? Right on. Hey, man, don't hang up. Just check out this riff I just wrote. It's so fucking tight. Ugh. Getting blown up over there. Yeah, it's just my dumbass roommate. Roommate? Wow. I mean, I know you had to come in on your day off to make up for his little metaphorical crop dusting of the entire office this morning, but you must be really mad at him if you're demoting him from life partner to roommate. Uh, give me a break. You guys are attached at the hip. Before they switched up your schedules, I never saw you two apart. Yeah, and thank God they did, because otherwise we would have never been desk partners, and we definitely never would have come up with our secret handshake. So true. I mean, it's such a sick handshake. It's the absolute dopest. Anyway, all I'm saying is cut the guy a break. He is your best friend after all. Besides, you should have seen him this morning. It was actually kind of badass. Yeah, well, quitting a job on a complete whim that I vouched for him to get isn't exactly my idea of badass. It was epic, though. He came from a half-hour power shit and said to Mr. Hill, to his face, in front of the entire office, Rock and roll is dead, and I'm having an existential crisis about it, so I gotta quit to chase these feelings. Call it irresponsible, I call it remarkable. Never seen anything like it in my life. I didn't know if Hill was going to laugh at him or punch him in the face. <laughs> God damn it. That little idiot. Your guys' music must be pretty special if it made quitting an instant no-brainer for him. Think about how much he believes in you if he's willing to do that. Did he just tweet at you? Yep. Good lord. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think our stuff is good, but... Can I hear it? Our music? No, the fucking Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, let me hear one of your fucking songs. Uh, you're just so patriotic. I never wanted to assume that you did one. Uh, uh, yeah, um, here, let me find something uh, recent. Uh, here.
for saying this, but maybe Hunter isn't that crazy for quitting. You guys are actually really talented. Yeah. If it was shitty, believe me, I'd let you know. You guys are just as good, if not better, than most of the artists out there. Trust me, half the shows I go to for this company are complete garbage, and they're actually getting paid. Right? Who writes the songs? We both bring different stuff to the table. I feel that. You guys play well off of each other. Hopefully so, seeing as how we're life partners and all. You got any more? Uh, yeah, if you wanted actually... Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, here, check this one out. All right, everybody, listen up. We've got a bit of a situation on our hands. The situation is so situation-y, in fact, that I've now begun to call the conference room the Situation Room, so as to have an aptly named place dedicated to addressing this situation. Yes, Jansen? Mr. Hill, there's actually already a Situation Room. It's in the White House. It's where they discuss their situations. Thank you, Jansen. As always, for being a fucking know-it-all and interrupting the flow of my speech with a mundane fact that bears little to no relevancy in this instance. Well done. Never change, Jansen. Except for, you know, all the facets of your personality. Feel free to change everything there. Then I do this nasty thing on synth right here. Max! Max! Max. Mr. Hill, uh, what, uh, <clears throat> what's uh, shaken? Oh, gee, not a whole lot. Only a gigantic fucking situation. Ah, right on. That that sounds, uh, <clears throat> bad? It is bad, Max. It's real fucking bad. And it actually happens to be especially bad for you, seeing as how it was your little compatriot. He actually prefers the term life partner? Your compatriot, who decided to abruptly end his tenure with us earlier this morning leaving, in his wake, a batch of newly unrepresented clients. Sure, this batch of clients may be uninspiringly small and indicative of Hunter's lack of work ethic and general inability to perform simple tasks associated with his job description, but they are still our clients. And what do we always say about the clients? We always do right by the clients, exactly. So, as punishment... You know, so as to do right by our clients, as we always do. Max, you and a couple lucky interns will have to come in for the next couple Saturdays to handle these abandoned accounts. Saturday? What? No, uh, Mr. Hill. Until we can properly redistribute the workload, I need a designated man on this capiche. Uh, Mr. Hill, look, I understand you have a company to run, but you're acting like this is all my fault. We're only as strong as our weakest link. And when you bring weakness into my office, you have to assume responsibility for its consequences. Responsibility? Reminds me of a story, actually, and let this be a life lesson to you all. I was in Athens for a business conference. Not Athens, Greece, mind you. Athens, Georgia. Much better than Greece. We have a responsibility. I've been to Greece, let me tell you. They're real dickholes over there in the Mediterranean. I mean, sure, they're jealous of my Americanness, but did they have to be so open with their obvious envy? And my wife kept telling me to quiet down the whole time I was there. I mean, my God, I yell at one street vendor for fucking up my philosophy. Mr. Hill. Max, do not interrupt me when I'm spouting wisdom. I won't have it. Not adjacent to the Situation Room. Thinking of calling this the Situation Foyer, by the way. How does that grab everyone? Jansen? Jansen? Does the White House have a Situation Foyer? 
Not to my knowledge, sir. Beautiful. It's all mine, then. My situation foyer. God damn it, Jansen. Even when you tell me good news, I still just fucking hate you so much. I can't explain it. Gotta be a rat face. God, this climate has rejected us. Forget the industry. Max, are you talking to yourself? Look, this is not a discussion. Your ass is on thin fucking ice as it is. In fact, think of this as a favor. The more Saturdays you come in, no thanks to your little pal Hunter, the more you'll grow to resent him. And you're not getting anywhere in life saddled to that attention deficit riddled excuse for a- I quit. What? Mr. Hill? I quit. Oh, Max. I want you to take an immense amount of care choosing your next words. Poetic distortion. What? His mission, our mission. Forget what's popular. Wear our scars out in public. Get out of my office, you crazy shit. Both of you are insane, you and that waste of space, Hunter. I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but if you bring one more instance of weakness into my office, I swear to Christ, Vent out the frustration. Change everything. my job. I am so fucking in, man. Hell fucking yes! We're gonna change the world! We're gonna change rock and roll! I don't know what happened, man. I mean, there was just like this clarifying moment. Hell was yelling about some shit that he always does. Did Jansen piss him off again? Dude, that dude just cannot keep his fucking mouth shut. He's objectively pretty hard to look at and listen to. I, and I just realized that I've had enough of that life. I want to do something that means something. And this fucking means something. Take the wave, brother! I've got a few shekels in the old savings account. We don't need to be like, making money, dude. I mean, let's just ditch the apartment, negate all other obligations. I am henceforth dedicated to the salvation of the music that's always been there to save us. Yeah, screw this place. I never liked this place. There's a weird water spot on my wall that looks like a ghost. Grab all the gear. We'll live out of our cars. <gasps> no, better yet, I've got a buddy. We can live and record out of his back house. We'll throw all the gear in there and just start jamming. I dig it. A new place to vent. It's going to be inspiring as shit. Yeah, I mean, I guess we just got to start writing some new stuff, huh? Check this out. I just fucking wrote this. When I get out, I'll end my static ways. I know the truth is in the water underneath me. Believe me, when I get out, I won't come back for a couple of years. Then I'll hollow out, mellow down, I'll get off the ground, break this fever that's got me. So hollow down, mellow down, I'll get off the ground, till then I'll just be hanging on for, hanging on for. The next impulse Hanging on for Hanging 
Yes, that. We are the Kerouacs of our generation, the illegitimate sons of the future, the next enlightenment. We're the heroes music needs right now. I really fucking think we are. I mean, for the first time in a solid minute, I feel... Like, in control of my life? Is this how you feel every day? Every goddamn day of the year. Yeah, dude. Let's get psyched. I, let's get other people psyched. Ground by the collar and say, Hey, motherfucker, you need to listen to this. This is the new sound that you're looking for, and it's us. Yes! Uh, well, I mean, I mean not, not physically, of course, because that's that's assault. Oh, yeah, of course, of course not. Uh, no, but, like, metaphorically, that's totally the plan. Oh, totally. Prepare to be unsettled, society. Nonconformity is cool again. Absolutely. Yeah, but, again, you know, just prepare to be unsettled in, like, a, a super non-threatening way. Super non-threatening, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, man, this is going to be epic. I can already tell. All right, but yo, hang on. What if nobody digs it or people think we suck? Fuck that. Real rock fans know what's up. Everything is going to be rad. New Noise is a scripted podcast featuring new musical works, featuring Hunter Porter, Maxwell Hamilton, Suzanne Nerheim, Joey Bertolini, and Alex Virgil. Written by Hunter Porter and Joey Bertolini. Audio production and sound design by Robert Nagelhout. Created and produced by Hunter Porter. If you'd like to be a part of the New Noise community, be sure to check us out on Patreon at patreon.com newnoise. Stay tuned for episode two next week.